1: It's Crystal, and I'm super excited to be sharing with you another episode of Life Inspired. Today's guest, a very special one. His name is Andrew Baxter. He is currently a pitcher for the Salem Kaiser Campesinos of the Mavericks Independent League. And in the offseason, Andrew can be seen as a stunt double in shows like All American Homecoming and All American. He's also a licensed real estate agent, he's a musician and a personal trainer in los angeles i need one get excited uh most importantly he is so proud to be a christian above all else and he is organizing a huge event that is going to be coming to salem it's called ignite it is a night of worship at the volcano stadium august 24th we are super excited to have you
2: thanks for having me on
1: you are very very welcome ignite where did the name come from
2: Ignite comes out of uh, 2 Timothy 1, and it talks about fanning the flame of all the believers in the area. Mm. And we just believe that this event is intended to ignite the flame surrounding Salem. Uh, I was told this is the least churched area in America. And I just can't see that to be true. There are so many good believers here.
1: I hear that too. And I know a lot of Christians here. So I kind of have to question whether that's actually true. Maybe it was at one time, but we're changing the scenario, aren't we?
2: Absolutely.
1: Okay. So Ignite is going to be happening August the 24th. And how this came to be is really a special story because you came to the area to play professional ball. Mm -hmm. Turns out the owners of the stadium see jesus in you and kind of helped you realize this huge vision for ignite
2: yep the chaplain in the area uh, he's the chaplain for the league uh, george escalante comes to me last year last year was my first year up here and we just put this tiny little bible study together for the players mm-hmm. um this year i come back and as soon as i crossed into oregon he goes i have something for you uh, i want to connect you with the front office great front office calls me in and they said uh we see who you are as a person but we see who you are as a player and you represent us well so we feel like god's calling us to do something bigger than baseball in the stadium what are your thoughts and i laughed and i said i don't know but god's always in the front so let's see what he's got i end up in a meeting with these two worship leaders who are local to the area um, they're individual artists they help out at different churches And they said, we've been praying about this for like three to four years. Mm. And we tried to do this before COVID too many cooks in the kitchen. It fell apart. Um, Then COVID hit, shut everything down. We just really feel like God's calling us to do something with this stadium. My background's in Calvary Chapel. Uh, That's where I come from. Harvest Crusade is huge back home. Mm -hmm. That involves Angel Stadium, which is a baseball stadium. And that's where my mind went immediately. I said, you know what? Let's see if we can do something on the field. We started out really small. It was supposed to be a local thing. We are supposed to start with three or four churches and just have a couple churches out to the stadium. It has now turned into a 10-church, five-nonprofit, and several-private-donor partnership. And we're intending to fill the stadium with 5,000 people if we can. And we just want to sing together, raise God up to be the king that he was always meant to be and ultimately break some chains in Salem and Kaiser.
1: This is supposed to be a local event, but I've got a feeling you're going to bring some Portlanders down to Salem as well.
2: That would be amazing. We would love to. Our goal is to reach Portland to Eugene and everything in between.
1: Fantastic. Your journey to this point wasn't an easy one either. No. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about how baseball and Jesus together make your individual story.
2: My story was wrapped up in sports. I was a two-sport athlete in high school. I came up playing football as my primary sport. I was recruited across several different states, different uh, universities. Arizona State is where I decided to go try out and make my combine. Ended up getting hurt in my senior year of high school. Never got to touch the field in college. My career was over before it started. And so that was rough. I had a girlfriend at the time. She was my high school sweetheart. We had plans to get married and move on. So my life kind of took a hard shift away from sports into mm-hmm. a family setting. We go through university. I ended up getting a degree in sports ministry. Four years off, no sports, no athleticism whatsoever. By about my junior year in university, we called off the relationship. She ends up getting married and I was kind of left out in the wind, not really knowing what to do. So decided to go back to baseball uh, based on a conversation my dad had with me. And I think I was eight years old when... I looked at him and said, I'm going to play baseball for Jesus at some point. And Mm. he reminded me of that a couple days before graduation and encouraged me to look back into it. So I was like 150 pounds, graduating, soaking wet. I was tiny. (laughs) And I said, okay, let's try it. So I run to Washington uh, up at Driveline to get training going and stuff. And it was a rough start. I mean, it took me two years out of college to even be equitable to what a high school athlete should be doing and uh, I get an opportunity to play at a junior college back home played one season wasn't spectacular but enough second season I go to go out there this is the year COVID hit so what is that 2019 Mm -hmm. my manager says yeah your career is over you're too old for this you don't know what you're doing like there's just no direction for you wow and so he asked me to turn in my jersey so I did and talk about feeling dejected (laughs) so um I had also taken a youth pastor job in L.A. at this time. So I'm trying to play baseball. I'm a youth pastor in the area. It was kind of a lot. And uh, serving at the church was a lot of fun. It was my fallback. The church shuts down. The ministry closes. uh, Los Angeles was closed during the height of COVID. Oh, for sure. And so now I'm out of a job. I'm out of sports. I've got nothing left. Three days after the church closes, I get a random call from a manager in Indiana. First opportunity to play minor league baseball. And he goes hey, are you healthy and are you in shape? And I laughed and said, uh, no. And uh, he goes, great, we'll take you. Can you be in Indiana from Los Angeles in three days? But you can't fly because then I got to put you on COVID protocol. I've never been to Indiana, so let's find out. I typed it into Google Maps. It's like a 17, 18 hour drive. Yeah, I think I could swing that. So I loaded everything up in the car. First time away from home. I drive out to Indiana, pulled up an hour before my first start. And it went horrible. I pulled up in monsoon weather. It was like 99% humidity with, I think, 95 degrees or something. I end up blowing my first start, no warm-ups or anything. And the manager looks at me and he goes, so how do you feel about that? I'm getting released, right? (laughs) And uh, he laughs and he goes, no, I believe in you. Turns out he's a Christian. Loved me uh, from when I first started playing baseball. He had seen me somewhere. And we had a conversation that I don't remember And he said, yeah, your name popped back up in the circuit and we just wanted to give you a shot. So finish out the season with us. From that moment forward, I've had some of the best opportunities to play baseball. Um, I was a mid-season all-star last year. I am in the race again this year to be an all-star as a reliever. All of my baseball stuff came back. So the opportunities have come back quickly.
1: And I just want to interject for a second because you can't see Andrew but Andrew is not the typical size for a baseball player no. or a football player. How, how tall are you? And we already know you're 150 pounds. You're probably more than yeah, that now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: So I am a whopping five eight uh, in shoes and i'm at about 170 175 pounds
1: so you're the size of my son right now
2: <laughs> yeah. yep yes your high school son yes.
1: oh that's too cool but you know what this is what i love about it is god is using you and just like you said, you've already been an all-star and you're up to be an all-star again this yep. year
2: i'm in the race
1: okay well you know what we believe yeah we believe
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> God's God's got some weird sense of humor with my career. I mean, mm. just putting things in my life and then pulling them back out all to lead to this moment, because had he not pulled them out, it would have been all about me. Right. I, I know it for sure. Uh, I was that kind of a guy that I would have walked out of high school and said, yeah, I earned this. You are his David. Yes, you are his David.
1: OK, fast forward to how you got to Salem.
2: So we get to Salem in 2021 uh, last year. It was during all the COVID stuff. Actually, Mm -hmm. this league pops up out of nowhere after they just got released from being a Giants affiliate. So the volcanoes have been around for like 20 or 30 years. One of the most successful programs in all minor league baseball. And they get a tweet and they said, Hey, you're released from being the Giants affiliate. We're moving on to this city. Good luck. So they didn't get a phone call. They didn't know anything about it. They read about it in the headlines. Wow. And so uh, Mickey Walker, who's the owner of the stadium, Lisa Walker, uh, they just started putting stuff together and they said, you know what? Fine. If they don't want us, we'll create our own league. So we have the Mavericks league now and you have a bunch of guys who are ex affiliate playing higher levels, all just mashed into this independent league. Baseball is very cutthroat, one bad performance you're released. So this is kind of where everybody goes to get their restart. It was awesome for me because I was breaking into a career at the time mm-hmm. um, and now it's semi-established, but their vision for wanting to keep, baseball alive in salem turned into a vision of we want to present the gospel in salem now that we're free to do so yes they couldn't do that with the giants No, now they can so now the stadium has been multi for different events different church groups that come out and whatnot and i don't want to like make them sound like a christian only place but they've been so friendly to the churches around them everyone's just rallying to the stadium
1: isn't it something that our society needs desperately today
2: absolutely what's funny is i always hear so many things about portland and portland's in the headlines all the time and i'm from los angeles trust Mm -hmm. me i know what it's like to be in the headlines but you read about portland everyone's oh i don't want to touch portland portland's so crazy i showed up to portland uh, a couple weeks after i got here because i had to see it for myself and i'm walking through there i was like this is just like being home i don't know what everyone feels (laughs) like and in my first 15 minutes i'm sitting with this homeless guy on the street corner And he looks at me and he goes, you know, people don't typically see me. They just kind of keep moving. I said, oh, everybody deserves to be seen. I mean, I figured that was common knowledge. And he goes, no, do you mind if I pray for you? And I said, you want to pray for me? And he said, yeah. Yeah. And it reminded me of being back home. I served on Skid Row, which is uh, like 60 blocks of of homelessness in the middle of Los Angeles. The
1: largest homeless population in the country.
2: It's like being in a third world country when you're there. And um, it's crazy because it's right next to the most wealthy district in California. That's
1: exactly. The jewelry
2: district. And so most of my ministry was done on Skid Row. And so being here in Portland, I was like, these people just need to be loved on. And so I took some teammates up last year and uh, we were just doing like little, I don't know, 10 p.m. runs to where we knew people would be and we would pack some sandwiches. We are baseball players are low paid. We didn't have the opportunity to buy guys nice dinners, but we bought some Wonder Bread and we would do some peanut butter and jellies or whatever. And we appreciate it. Absolutely. And we were just living with these homeless people and enjoying the fact that God moves in every place, regardless of where you are. Yeah. And it just takes the right people to have the heart to go do it. And we were just trying to inspire, hopefully, someone in the area that's going to be here long term to do the same thing.
1: After this event, what's next for you?
2: Yeah, so August comes quickly. Oh, Uh, yeah. Playoff weekend is actually the following weekend. It's the first weekend of September. Um, So we're going to go right from this into playoffs uh, if we... I have a ring already. We won last year. Yes. I'd love to get a second one. <laughs> all right. One. Um, if we can get the second ring, great. But come September, I go back to Los Angeles and I start all over. At real estate, music, whatever I can help out with. The show that I was on, All American Homecoming, actually mm-hmm. just got renewed. So I just got told uh, I'll be back to filming, which is cool. It's tough knowing that I'm leaving after such an amazing events going on, which is why we want the churches yes, to partner. Yes,
1: absolutely. Do you see yourself coming back to the area to play ball or are you going for bigger?
2: That's in God's hands. Oh. I, have, I have never <laughs> reached for anything. I mean, I get a random call from Indiana. I get a random opportunity to be here playing. I go home and I wait. And if God opens the door, I come back. If God opens the door elsewhere, I got to go. Walking by faith is the biggest thing I can say is needed for baseball players Mm. there's no certainty in your career whatsoever
1: isn't that true for just about anything it really is it really is i shared a story about a gentleman that lives here in washugal recently he was listening to a podcast and it was about baseball and it inspired him to do 365 days of playing catch and so he's playing catch some of the days are planned some of the days are random and he'll just ask somebody, hey, do you want to play ball? And his inspiration was that he played ball with his dad, just playing catch. Yeah. And uh, a few years ago, his dad and his two sons went to Iowa to, of course, the Field of Dreams. Yep. And they played catch in that cornfield from the movie. And they said it was one of the most magical things that they oh, yeah. ever done. What you're doing kind of reminds me of what he's doing in a small way. You know, his is... Uh, bringing joy individually and he says he's not had anybody say no to him yet and he's not had a bad experience but i'm praying that ignite a night of worship wednesday august 24th in salem is going to be that huge field of dreams for those in attendance it's free admission parking's five dollars so ignitesk.com That's is the, the website yep. and is there anything else that you want people to know about this event
2: as far as what I want people to know is I want people to know that Jesus is going to be shared on this night. Um, Jesus is front and center. It's not about any individuals. Uh, it's not about any worship leader. We are bringing worship leaders out. It's not about a particular church either. So there's no church that's headlining this thing. This is purely for the people to come out and hear about Jesus and hear about Jesus with no barriers. Our worship leaders that are coming out are independent worship leaders. Mm -hmm. They are uh, Zach Norman, who I'm excited about, is a friend of mine. He was with the Passion Worship Conference. Um, He's a writer for some of the biggest names out there. And he jumped onto this when I called him. I said, hey, I don't know what we're doing, but you have experience. And he said, I want to be there. That's what I want to do. That's awesome. And so um, Zach's coming out. Tiffany and Justin are going to be leading worship. If you want to... Experience what worship with hundreds or thousands of other people looks like, pulling in the same direction. This is the type of thing that you want to be at. It's a little different than just being at a concert because it's not a show. This is worship. This is an opportunity to lift your heart up with a thousand other people and just say, God, it's yours. Yes. And so that's why this event is so important. We're in Kaiser, which is like three miles. Uh, North of the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. Every politician in Salem in Oregon is aware of this event. I emailed them personally and they all know what's happening and invited them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They all know that this is happening. This is Mm -hmm. an apolitical event, though, so they will not be able to speak. They're not campaigning. This is not for them. This is for them to know that God's moving and they just need to be aware of what God's going to be. doing.
1: Well, not only that, it is for them. It is. It, <laughs> it is. is. It is for but them. But it's
2: not for their political
1: process. <laughs> not for the political. Absolutely. And so
2: we just want everyone that is questioning with their faith right now, questioning what God is doing in the area, needing to know what God wants for their life. With all these nonprofits that are coming out, we're giving people an opportunity to plug in locally at a state level. Mm-hmm. And internationally, I have uh, different levels of nonprofits coming out, and one of our favorite ones is actually Story Runners, who is a Campus Crusade ministry that started out uh, on campuses. They go to third world countries where there's no written language, and they memorize Bible stories with tribal leaders wow. and get the gospel out. And so they're going to be a main feature of ours. Uh, I'm super excited for them to be there, but nonetheless. If you just need to know about Jesus, if you want to be with other Jesus-believing people, if you want to worship freely, this is where you got to be on August 24th.
1: Do you still need volunteers?
2: Just your basic stuff, parking attendants. Don't worry if you're on the outside, you'll be inside before the the night starts. But parking attendants, security, and really what we're trying to lock down is our post-decision prayer teams. Mm. We want people who are confident in their prayer abilities, people who are confident praying with other people to be on the field when people say yes to Jesus for the first time. Mm. Uh, we have baptismals that we're getting have on the field, and we're going to do this all in one go. We want wow. people to hear the gospel. We want them to say yes to Jesus, and we want them to take that big first step of saying we're all in. And so we're going to make it all one one event, and they'll have an opportunity to come down onto the field publicly in front of all their friends and family in front of their communities and say, yes, Jesus, I'm choosing you tonight. And so that's the big culmination. Worship is great. It's our conversation with God, but it's when he speaks to us and we respond to it, that change happens.
1: And who is going to be the speaker of the
2: evening? Uh, you're listening to him. I got the opportunity. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm excited about this. I had the opportunity to say yes to being the speaker. We were. We didn't want to include any local speakers because we don't want any particular church necessarily right. to own the night. This is not about denominations. It's not about churches. It's about Jesus. And so as a player at the stadium, they asked me, are you interested in, in speaking? Uh, and I said, yes. So I will be giving the message that night.
1: Fantastic. Andrew, I am so excited that you came on Life Inspired today and shared this. Um, There are so many people that need this message and need hope. And the fact that this is going to be happening sooner than later. I mean, that's less than a month away. Yeah. So uh, we just want to invite you. If you're hearing this and you're questioning, hey, is this invitation for me? absolutely yes it is absolutely. so with that being said if you have information if you'd like to be a volunteer in any way if you would just like to learn more about ignite go to ignite sk.com and get all the information that you need invite your friends invite your church mm-hmm. invite your family um, but most importantly be there and be ready to receive it's going to be a night that you won't soon forget for life inspired i'm crystal thank you so much andrew for being with us
2: absolutely thank you for having me on